Welcome to Toolbox Talk, Smallfish Business Coaching's podcast for tradies and builders. Now I'm John Dale and I'm a business coach for tradies and builders and this podcast is here to help you put structure and systems into your business so you can grow it properly. If you want to watch some more of my videos, head over to smallfish.com.au and while you're there, check out the Big Numbers Workbook and learn a bit more about the important numbers in your business. Trade business flywheel. What are you talking about, John? I hear you say. Well, I was reading an article recently by uh, the CEO of HubSpot, which is a digital marketing company, and he was talking about this analogy they have of a flywheel in your business. Here's a wheel. It's not particularly a flywheel, but a flywheel, as you probably know, being uh, mechanically minded like you are, more so than me, a flywheel stores momentum in a machine, in an engine, and it keeps spinning after you turn the gas off and it's got mass and it keeps turning, right? And he talked about momentum in your business and how you can have a flywheel of momentum in your business. And he uses the analogy, okay? So your engine or your business keeps going, keeps spinning after you've stopped applying force, right? Perhaps if you've stopped paying for ads, you'll keep getting customers calling and doing and looking for work, even if you're not paying for ads. That kind of idea about momentum, right? And we're mostly talking here about, about maybe word of mouth or goodwill. You know, the things that build up when you've been working in an area for some time. You've got relationships. People go to your site anyway. You've got presence in your local marketplace. You kind of know word of mouth, we call it often. That stuff gives your business momentum, right? You don't need to always be pushing by paying for your ads or whatever to get business coming in. Now he's talking about marketing, of course. I don't want to flog this analogy to death, if we can agree that a bit of momentum in your business is a good thing, then I'll go back to, to the analogy and talk about how you can get more momentum on the flywheel of your business, particularly a trades business, right? And there are two ways to get more momentum in your flywheel, right? One is to push it faster and to apply force, and the other way is to reduce the friction in it and oil it some so it keeps spinning for longer. Happy so far? Good. Okay, well, in a business context and in a trade business context, the momentum, the force you can apply to your flywheel is around marketing and is around delighting your customers, right? If you're not actively trying to do great work and delight your customers, you know, we're probably in quite bad shape for this discussion. So let's assume you do a good job and that you try hard to do a good job. You know, you can apply force to your, your flywheel by asking your customers to put reviews on Facebook or on that Google Plus page or on the Google My Business site or on your website. You can ask people to hand your cards out to other people or your referral program and pass it on. You can do things like that, right? You can actively encourage the word of mouth part of your business and the delight. You can go those extra steps to put things in place so that people not just get a good job, but realize and understand and acknowledge that you've done a great job. The follow-up calls, the customer service calls, is everything still okay a few days later, right? Those cheap things to implement into your business that change it from ordinary trade to excellent or amazing or different and noticeable and notable, okay? So do those things, apply some force, actively delight customers. And the next thing is about friction. How do we reduce friction in a trades business? And friction is 
the things that make it a bit difficult to do business with you, that take some of the joy out of it, right? And he talked a lot about how we all, as consumers, like things like Uber, where you don't have to talk to a cab driver, or you don't have to call a cab company to order your cab and talk to a person and sit in the queue. How we like to order things online because you don't have to mess about talking to a salesperson, right? He's bought a mattress online. You just jump online, you can pay your prices, you place your order. No one's pressuring you or making you, haggling with you over your mattress. And it's true, we do like that stuff, don't we? And in a trade context, there's a lot of friction. There's a lot of uncertainty about price. There's a lot of uncertainty about when you'll show up. There's a lot of uncertainty about booking appointments. You know, there's a fair big leap of discomfort for your customers between looking at your website and making an inquiry. So wouldn't it be nice if you could reduce some of that friction? Wouldn't it be nice, for example, if you could book a time online for a tradesperson to come out and do your quote? And if you could know, because you could see on your phone where he was, how much longer he was going to be before he got to you? Like with Uber, right? Like you can see that it's two minutes away. That would be quite compelling technology to use, I think, in a trade business, perhaps for the smaller jobs. Imagine if your price list was published online and your customers could come to your website and see that replacing an extractor fan in the bathroom was going to cost them 400 and they could book the job in now and book a time slot and you would come tomorrow. All that uncertainty gone. And I can hear all your objections now, right? So let's, uh, let's just understand that those are two examples I've given and I understand they're difficult. But imagine if you had that competitive advantage, if you'd removed some of that friction from your business, how many more inquiries and bookings you might get if you could solve the problems that make them difficult, I understand. Okay, think about how you can reduce the friction in your business. How can you make it easier for your people to book work, get prices, get quotes, and all that, right? Think about the booking process. Think about the level of human interaction. We would have much more self-service stuff at the initial part of the sales interaction, I think, as consumers. So, there you go, remove uncertainty about price, remove uncertainty about time, right? And this is whether you're a project trade or a maintenance trade, clearly it's more difficult to remove uncertainty about price if you're quoting for a kitchen or a house, so many variables. But let's think, you don't need to have no uncertainty, you could reduce the uncertainty and make people's experience working with you that much nicer. So I've been mostly talking here and giving examples about working with consumers, you know, somebody buying a kitchen, somebody getting their toilet fixed or whatever. But it works equally well for businesses. Business people or people working in a business also like to not have to deal with uncertainty about time or about money. They also have, like to not have to integrate with a person and have that kind of personal challenge while they're still thinking about things. So I'm going to think harder on this and think what I suggest to you and think about how we might overcome some of those problems in having, you know, your Uber type delivery of um, watching where your tradespeople are, that kind of thing. I'll have a bit of a harder thing, but for now, you know, soak up those ideas. How could you reduce friction in your business and how could you increase some of that force on your flywheel? Here's to the new year. See you later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, Please tell your friends, like it, share it, or give it a gold star or something. Maybe even leave a nice review. It will help me out. Thanks a lot.